that that one I ended it terribly. <laughs> but we're not doing it. Nobody a would of it. even know. No, Danielle's face was she was looking at it like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Hey, everyone. Hi. Happy Back to the Future Day. Oh, God. Mm. Um, we need to announce before everybody hears her name. Well, um, they already heard her name. They already heard her name. Um, is Danielle, my good friend Danielle Mignona, is on the podcast with us. Hello, Hi. Danielle. So, Thank Danielle, you for the warm welcome. We were trying to figure out um, when you walked out of the room, I started talking Ooh, about you. Nice. Um, I was asking Jake, what would you be to him since your sister is his sister-in-law? Mm-hmm. So I guess you're his sister-in-law as well. That's so yeah. wait, before we get into that is, I, I don't think we've ever said this, but my, <laughs> my sister is engaged to Danielle's sister. Let's give people like five seconds to process what that means. Yes, that's what you think it means. <laughs> yep, a sister. My sister is a, is a female who's engaged to Danielle's sister, who's another female. It's, okay, everybody can process that now. Mm-hmm. But so that would make us, th- that would make you my sibling-in-law, you're my, my sister-in-law. Sure, yeah. Your brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're family. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing is, um, Danielle was really like the first person I met when I moved to Florida. Really? Yeah, the, the absolute 100%, well, not the 100% first person, but like my first like true friend. Aww. Yeah. And so we always tell Hillary and Lauren, and that's their names. Um, is if you guys ever break up, we're still being friends. Well, no. We always just tell them that <laughs> you really it's... really say, you're welcome. Yeah. It's, <laughs> us. It's, it's It's we're the ones that did that. So. Wait. So you guys knew each other before they knew each other? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. That You guys really should be. Yeah. Oh, my. When Lauren so and Hillary told me... So are you guys the me? guests of honor then pretty much at the wedding? Uh, pretty Wouldn't much. Happened. I, I'm the I best know. man. Yes, you are. I am the best man. <laughs> I'm the maid of honor. Of course you are. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Um, Judaism, we would say you guys performed a mitzvah. Oh yeah, good deed. Mm-hmm. Do they mm-hmm. did, can 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 females marry females in uh, Judaism? In, oh yeah, in my code you can absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have Danielle Mignona, Mignagna Mignona, <laughs> on the podcast with us. She's in town from Los Angeles, the city of angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they call it, huh? That's what they call it. And um, so Danielle flew in on Saturday, and um, she's a big fan of the show, and she wanted to kind of uh, come in here and let her voice be heard. See what you guys are doing. That's right. Um, so a lot of show, a lot of things coming up. Um, I'm going to hit these two pretty hard with a couple questions. Uh, but first and foremost, we are going to be giving away something really cool. Yeah, we're back to our really super special giveaway. Danielle, tell them what they want. Tell them what one lucky person is going to win. You are going to win a Vitamix. Yeah. So we're the Vitamix when we did this giveaway one time before was our biggest amount of entries, and we've given away a lot of really cool things, but people go crazy for the Vitamix. So I can't enter. No, no I've I already tried win. making up fake emails. Ugh. I know. No. Um, so <laughs> we're going to give away a Vitamix, and my boyfriend says the same thing every week. We've given away like Yeti coolers. He's like, "Come on, this is bullshit. Yeah. I want to. I want to win one." I'm like, "We can't." Yeah, so Unethical. the Vitamix, we, 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 we talk of the, the, about the Ninja a lot, and the Ninja is the worst thing ever, <laughs> um, known to man. The worst invention ever. <laughs> and so... Not when you watch it on QVC. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. I, love I have one. I love infomercials. I'll just sit here. You two can gab about <laughs> infomercials. Funny enough, do, do you know what Megan does? <laughs> <laughs> I actually do because I listen to the podcast. Yeah. She, so I work you on sell ho- watches. Yeah, I work on a home shopping show. Watches specifically? Specifically watches. Yeah. All different kinds of watches. Mm-hmm. So you would love me actually yeah. professionally yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if any of you are watching QVC late on Saturday or Sunday night, you might see Megan. That's right. Now a lot of people Amazing. will be Googling you. Oh, yes. Um, like Google. So we will be giving away a Vitamix. Uh, listen in about, I'm not even telling you how many Yeah, minutes, don't tell them. But uh, we're We'll gonna, tell you in the middle of the show. We're going to tell you how to do it. Um, how you can actually win. Um, but how this actually came up was that uh, before we started um, 
getting ready for the podcast is uh, I wanted to make a smoothie. And so I put a smoothie together. I did, you know, some strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, etc. I put in my athletic greens powder, um, a little bit of yogurt. You're using that athletic greens powder? Yeah, I use it all the time. Oh, well, thank you for always giving me all those bags. Yeah, I, have of it. I thought bags. you just didn't like it. I, no, I love it. Oh, I, I love I, it too. I use it at least twice a day. And if you're not using it. No, um, I'm using all of it. I'm not giving it back. Um, oh, I thought you were saying to me. I was I'm talking to the people. <laughs> I'm really very narcissistic. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but if you if you would like to learn more about Athletic Greens, you can go to athleticgreens.com. Um, but so I added Athletic Greens to it. And then I told Danielle, we're going to do some raw egg. And she was completely against it. She didn't want to actually put raw egg into it. And so we put raw eggs into it and um, blended it up. And she did a little Snapchat. That's what the kids are doing um, <laughs> these days. And so she did it's sna- so LA. a Snapchat <laughs> and um, blended it up. And it well, how did it taste? It was delicious. Was yeah. it really? Yeah. I mean, the egg whites added a nice frothy mix to it and the berries were, of course, delicious. And then I don't, e- I didn't even Do taste everything smoothies else. smoothies in Los Angeles? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's like smoothie and juice places on, on every, every corner, corner mm-hmm. in yeah. Los Angeles. When was, that smooth- when was the last time you had a smoothie? Probably last week. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I didn't know if you were just going to get up, grab your bottom cheeks and run out. Because nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Got a tolerance built up. <laughs> Got tolerance. So, so that uh, so so that brought us to, you know, we're going to be giving away the free Vitamix. But, but, uh, uh, so don't egg. be afraid of the raw egg is what you're saying. Don't be afraid of the raw egg. There's definitely benefits to it. I use it as, as a source of protein. And if, if you don't have time to like hard boil them, which I have kind of a, a little recipe that I do that takes about 30 minutes. Um, and if you don't have time to just cook it up real quick, I just eat it raw. Um, but I get a good source of eggs in, in you my like body. crack it in your mouth i bite it and just oh. um funny enough <laughs> he just puts them all in a glass like a bodybuilder he makes sure to wear his like rocky shirt when he does it <laughs> gold's gym yeah. um, but it, funny enough i actually haven't brought his name up in a while but dr josh our favorite doctor oh, yeah he just um he's going to build a chicken pen really he lives in like he lives in like the yeah, suburbs of connecticut of land, yeah. no he doesn't have a land. he's not like he lives in like a ranch or anything oh, he lives really? like in a, yeah just like in a regular neighborhood and he's going to build a pen and he's going to get chickens and so he's going to get 12 chickens each chicken produces roughly he said um like one egg every two days or whatever it is and so wow i thought it would be so much more than that well they can just they, they don't lay like a bunch of them it's i thought like, like it's like when you see it in the movies where it's like just eggs are just coming out of chickens like over and over no again. it's just like one and they sit on it and so he's gonna do it and he said roughly and i think it's either 12 or 1600 in the beginning he said we'll get basically like a dozen a day which is a wow. lot of eggs. A lot of eggs. so i said i was like do you have to clean them like do you actually have to like wash up all the goop if, if there he's like there's no goop or anything he's like if they're warm he was like but we can literally take them from right beneath them and just crack it in there and eat it and does it taste different uh, he says it tastes better i've uh, seen i've seen photos um i've never actually tried it but i've seen like photos where they'll compare a store-bought egg to like a farmer's market egg or a fresh hatched egg if you will or i guess it's not a hatched egg a fresh laid egg and a lot of times the yolks are a lot more orange than yeah it is true than the yellow that is true yeah. Have you ever had, Daniel, have you ever had like a, a crazy type of egg, like an ostrich egg or a whale egg? Not a whale egg, so. quail. I like quail eggs. They're delicious. Egg. Oh. I've had eggs in New Zealand though. And I was surprised that they didn't refrigerate them. They just keep them in the, Well, even though New Zealand's not in Europe, but yeah, even in Europe, they don't actually refrigerate yeah. them. You don't have to. Yeah. Um, we do it here, uh-huh. but you don't have Unnecessary. to. Unnecessary. I'm more comfortable refrigerating my Me eggs. Me too. <laughs> I'm still like not quite sold on the fact that butter can be left out at room temperature. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah I know. That just, well, this the worst it doesn't thing seem ever. right, You know what the worst though. thing ever is cold butter. Like if well, you're, if you're you doing toast, yeah, it. it's, it sucks. <laughs> it's like it's like really that mm-hmm. bad. Um, but there's only one thing that cold butter is good for. Corn on the cob. Mm. Oh, yeah, because you can just like put you it all over. It. 
Wait, do you uh, do you knife no. it on? Oh, well, I was thinking like I would just hold ways. a stick of butter and just like rub it on the corn. Oh, is that how you do yours? I, I haven't eaten corn in so long. I wouldn't oh. know. How I did it growing up was you take a piece of white bread. <laughs> you put some like. Oh, you put the you butter, put the on, butter that. on the bread and then you butter the, oh, I like the corn this. that way. And then you get this yummy melted. God bless America. <laughs> yeah. uh, I never thought about doing um, butter like that. Yeah. Okay. And then you don't ruin your pad of your thing of butter. Uh, oh, yeah. We've always just done like the corn like pins mm-hmm. and then just like rolled it up and down mm-hmm. but then you're left then you're like because nobody eats all the butter then mm-hmm. you're left with like you know corn imprinted butter well corn that's why hair. she's saying you would use the uh the slice of white bread mm-hmm. yeah interesting so remember got, this is an alternative show i so know we're trying to be healthy here danielle keep we're, that down I, we actually yeah. used ezekiel bread is that uh, yeah. okay yeah it's yeah. very good yeah <laughs> growing up we used ezekiel bread yeah um interesting i i did not know that and did you boil your corn or how did you do your corn yeah mm-hmm. okay Cool. Yeah. Just that that wraps up the corn game. Um, so this is the most random podcast ever, as you'll see. We always make a lineup of things, and then we talk about. And corn. it was it cool. was it was organic, non-GMO corn when you're growing up. Of course. Up. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but the other smoothie that I actually tried too yesterday. So I was listening to a podcast that had Laird Hamilton on it. Do you guys everybody know who Laird Hamilton is? It sounds familiar. Surfer. Laird Hamilton. Is, he's known for making big wave surfing, like extremely popular. He oh, was cool. The one who kind of brought it to fame, like surf, There's surfing. There's a really like, cool documentary of him surfing like one of the gi- most yep. giant called, waves in the history. name was called the, the name documentary was called riding giants oh, oh that's <laughs> what it is yeah, it's called riding giants oh. uh, absolutely awesome um he surfed a, it was a wave in tahiti that was it called chopu and it's a wave that bef- not i don't want to say he was the first one to surf but he's the first one to bring it to mainstream and but i mean it's a wave that is just absolutely monstrous it's like a building yeah um and if you're ever interested in just googling that it's actually spelled t-a- T E A U H P O O, I think, or something like that. Anyways, just don't start. worry. Google will correct it for it's you. It's in Tahiti. In Tahiti, <laughs> just do Tahiti surf, and it's the one that comes up. Um, but it's um, it's a it's a big wave. So, anyways, I was listening to his podcast, and he was saying how now he does an energy drink, um, like in the afternoons or whenever it is, and so it's uh, turmeric root. He juices that um, liquid pepper extract, apple cider vinegar, honey, um, and water so i was like let me i think i have some of that stuff in the fridge or in and in the um, cabinet so i actually did so i didn't have like the liquid pepper extract with like the drops or anything so i actually took like turmeric powder and there's i don't measure things out i just it's not baking so i just kind of just and then cayenne pepper and it's probably maybe two speed two teaspoons of cayenne pepper. That stuff. Can That's get. a lot. Yeah, it is. Of cayenne pepper. It is. But I'm a horse. Um, yeah, I can, can do it. it. I'm a man. I'm a man. Um, <laughs> yes, and then you are. big old squirt of um, uh, honey, and then just push, apple cider vinegar. These are all scien- ACV. Yeah, these are all scientifically um, scientific names of mm-hmm. measurements. Mm-hmm. So I did a <laughs> of apple cider vinegar, and then about 18 ounces of water, and you shake it up. And actually, I didn't shake it up. I put it in the blender because I wanted all of that stuff to blend together uh, and drink it. And it was three things. It was sweet, tangy, and spicy. And um, like you're not going to sit there and like kind of like casually sip that. No, you're going to like drink that. But you want to be careful because you can't also just chug it either because mm. that's a lot of peppery stuff. But I will say like for the for like the hour or two after that, I mean, it was like body heat was risen. I was just definitely just like I was I wanted to 
I wanted to do something. Like wanted to either not like break something, but I definitely wanted to kind <laughs> of. Like, I wanted to create something. Um, and, and would you do so it again? What, I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say. What did you end up doing? I didn't create anything after that. <laughs> um, but I absolutely. Yeah, I'll do it again. I'll probably do this afternoon. Um, oh, cool. But it's not something I can actually like. I can't travel with like turmeric root and stuff like yeah. that. So I won't do that. But um, yeah, it's really good. So I would definitely try that. Um, it's a good anti-inflammatory uh, drink too, because definitely turmeric. But here's what people don't know is that. Um, to get the true use of turmeric, but actually more so the, the main um, nutrient in there, which is curcumin, to get the true, true benefits of that, you actually have to combine it with pepper. Um, so a lot of people think they just, you know, eat it and whatever, and it's fine. You actually, tr- you actually have to combine it with pepper. Mm. Yeah. So when you're cooking and you're good, cause you, cause Danielle is an awesome cook. Yeah. Thank um, you. When you're cooking and you're using turmeric, make, make sure you use pepper cause then you're actually benefiting huh. people. That's so weird serving. and yeah. interesting to know. Yeah. So, um, so that's the, that's the drink that I made. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and it's pretty I, much pantry staples. Oh yeah. I had everything in my pantry. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I might try and juice the turmeric root. I've never tried that. So I might try and grab some. It's so intimidating. Have you ever seen a turmeric root at the grocery store? Yeah. Why? It's so scary. Does it look I like ginger? I don't even know what to it do It looks like it. ginger, but orange inside. Oh yeah. But it's like bigger. It looks like a piece of a tree. It's like darker brown, mm-hmm. not like a small it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, but I, so you do it first, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, but it's, um, but it's good. Um, and I don't think it actually had like turmeric. It's got a taste, but it's not like a crazy spice mm-hmm. where you're just like, I, I put it, I sprinkle turmeric on eggs a lot. Do you really? When I was out yeah, in do, LA, do but pepper. do you have to do it with pepper? Yeah. I, well, I usually season my eggs with like uh, Himalayan okay. sea salt and pepper. But when I was out in and Los ketchup. Angeles mm. visiting, visiting some friends one time in your hood, I um I went to this really good like healthy breakfast place and they had um I ordered eggs and it had fresh Bojangles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was actually Popeyes. Um and they had eggs with um like fresh chopped tomatoes on top, but they had seasoned the eggs with turmeric and salt and pepper of course too. And I thought it was so good and it you don't it doesn't taste weird or anything like that. And yeah. so now I do it all the time. Yeah. Huh. Um Danielle, since you Danielle's literally like chef style she, she's no. you're very good i think i used to be maybe when i lived here and had like a big florida kitchen to well work he, in, Daniel, th- like this like, there's like an annoying story about daniel i love her can i tell us tell us one annoying story well sure. you have to do it now uh, sure. and this is before i was like healthy eating and stuff like that we went somewhere and we were going to make margaritas and mm-hmm. i think margarita mix and tequila well danielle <laughs> oh she's getting like all the ingredients Danielle had to make a simple syrup first (laughs) and then get all the fresh ingredients. Looking back on it, it's probably actually healthier than using like the store-bought stuff. But I was like, let's just make margaritas. Screw it. And she she had to make the simple syrup and get everything and the lime juice. So it was... It was it was all right. Yeah. Um, my I guess my my margarita mix when I I think you tried it. It was this is before like I haven't had this since then. Which was you do one of those cans of limeade and those things are so bad for you. Yeah. Like when it was like frozen cans mm-hmm. of limeade, you do that. Um, you put uh, and then you do the equivalent amount of that in tequila oh and pour that God. in, and then you take a whole Corona and pour that in. Mm. And then you mix. I think we're getting off track up. with what the yeah. subject of the show is yeah. supposed to be about. Yeah. <laughs> but that okay. sounds damn good. It is good. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, whatever. Wait, if you blend a beer like that, though, wouldn't it like bubble over? Because no, foam? you don't. Really, you don't have to blend it. You can just like stir it. And I just used a wooden spoon. That reminds me. They also make those frozen mixes in like strawberry daiquiri and stuff yeah they're so bad the minute made ones they're that so are bad. frozen that reminds me of being young i'm pretty oh, yeah. sure i always used to see those in the freezer when i was a kid this is so bad <laughs> um 
All right, so that's why we're giving away the Vitamix. And so we're going to give it away to some lucky winner, and we'll tell you how to get it in just a little bit. Um, so the next thing, actually, Danielle had asked me today was, and it's something that um, uh, uh, Megan kind of alludes to all the time. <laughs> I love Which this. is that I only wear, like, one type of shirt. Um, and it's my, and it's funny because this shirt is, is, and this shirt, I mean by the couple that I have in there, this shirt is the one that I wear for dress up occasions. This shirt is the one that I wear for dress down occasions. I fish in this. I'll actually go surf in this if I want to block the sun. Uh, but then I'll go get Gina, dinner with Gina's dad in this shirt or go to, you know, different occasions. When I gave my talk in, um, Colorado, I wore this shirt and jeans. And you I didn't put, wear the blue one? I always equate your other one to no, the fancier No, but this shirt, one. I oh. mean, and we'll get into that in a second. So there's one style of shirt that I wear, and there's nothing on it. Um, it's got, like, just one tag in there. It's a very light-fitted shirt. Um, but the, ma- the main reason we bring this up is <clears throat> I have three or four different versions of them. One's gray, one's, like, a grayish blue, and one is, like, a royal blue. And so there's, like, just three different, you know, shirts that I wear. Um, and so Danielle was asking me, she asked, you know, um, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs and all these other people that are way out of my league, um, all just, you know, kind of wore the same thing. And so she asked me if, if that was the reason that I did it was because they did it. And that's not actually true, but I wanted to kind of <laughs> see if you knew this. Like, did you, when you were reading about it, did you figure out why they did it? No. Okay. I'm assuming like for consistency and okay. just... Okay. Uh, Megan's going to pull it up real quick. But sure. so here's here's why um, I do it. And I actually have not read the article of why I do it, but, um, but everybody brings it up. Like, it's just a kind of like a constant joke around my family and friends. Like, you know, you just always wear the same blue shirt and everything. Well, it's a couple of things. It's, it's, it's completely convenient, mm-hmm. right? It's just like, I, like, if you look in my closet, like I have this closet and I've, I've, if you look at my closet, like a pie chart, probably 2% of the closet is my stuff and 98% is Gina's stuff. <laughs> and so I probably have in this shirt, I keep touching right here. I probably have three grays, three Royal blues and three like Navy blues. So like 12 shirts and I have like a couple other like button downs if I have to go to a funeral or something it's like I'll Batman's wear. closet. Right. Um, so I actually, it's the convenience of it. It's like, I don't have to worry about what pattern does this have and matching up. I literally have, and I have two pairs of shorts, khakis and these gray ones. And the gray ones can be dubbed also as, um, uh, uh, board, uh, board shorts. So I can actually surf in them. And then I have, and I do have about like five or six pairs of board shorts. So anyways, so it's a convenience factor. I can literally walk in and I know that, you know, let me just grab one. And I rarely even just look at the color now. I just grab it and wear it. But it's also more uh, more so like when I'm talking with people too. Like I don't want them to kind of look at and see, oh, you have a Hurley shirt on, you have a Quicksilver shirt on and everything like that. What you're, get, you're not getting my clothes, you're getting me. And so I kind of like want to take that off the table. It's not like, like even if I, like I, I, I just really don't like dressing up, but even like, if I have to go to an event where I meet somebody and if they're like, I, I want to be comfortable, but I also like, you're, you're here to talk to me. You're not here to look at my watch. You're not here to look at kind of my clothes and everything. Let's just, you're going to get the real me. And so I do it for one convenience two because it's just, you're just getting the real me. And even so, more so number three too is, uh, you know, when, growing up, you know, wearing your, we also like American Eagle starter and all these Abercrombie. Abercrombie. And so you're just basically like a billboard for some of these companies. And, you know, as, as I've kind of started my company, but as I've started to grow, I just, I don't want to be billboards for these other companies too. It's cool. Other people do it. It's fine. It's worked for them. I just didn't want to be a billboard. Um, you know, this is, I, by going out somewhere, by going out and saying that, you know, I am aligning myself with Hurley or Quicksilver or Rip Curl. I'm, I just, you know, I don't do that. Not to say that I don't have those board shorts and not to say I don't have those hats and stuff like that. But I think a lot of people put, and I don't want to be sexist here, but a lot of women that, typically have more clothes than guys. Uh, but a lot of women and even just a lot of guys, they put 
certain clothes on because they want to put off an aspect of who they are when really that's not who they are. That's just kind of like a very material, very shallow point of who they are. And everybody has a really kind of deep, um, I think about this the other day. Everybody has a depth to them and they just don't realize and some of them don't realize it yet. And so it's just kind of whole, like, like there's a deeper thing than just kind of like the shirt I'm wearing. So it's actually, it, Plus, it's, it's goddamn comfortable, too. I mean, these things are really <laughs> comfortable. And it's only like an $8 shirt. So I can buy like, you know, as I said, like 10 at a time and have them. And if they get holes or whatever, use them as rags and everything. So that's why I wear it. I just I've just never been like into fashion, too. Those are good reasons. Thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, your, your reasoning is actually somewhat on par with um, Mark Zuckerberg. So the Business Insider wrote an article about it because Mark Zuckerberg did a Q&A recently. And one of the questions somebody actually asked him was, you know, why do you wear it? He actually, if you've seen photos of him, he wears the same mm-hmm. gray, he wears a gray t-shirt right. like mm-hmm. every single yeah. day. And he was sort of joking, but then his answer was serious. And he said, and this is a quote, I really want to make, I really want to clear my life to make it so I don't have to make a lot of decisions. I want to make as few decisions as possible, except how to best serve the community. He even said that small decisions like choosing what to wear or what to eat can be tiring and consume energy. And he didn't want to waste time on that. So, I guess for him and maybe even for you too, it's more the fact that he just wants to wake up in the morning, not have to worry about it because there I'm, are bigger decisions. To I'm make. sure you know where you live. And as a woman myself, I know that sometimes I have gotten caught up and I don't even care about the latest fashion, but I find that I've been caught up before about not knowing what to wear and not sure what I'm going to wear. Changing 10 times. Changing 10 times, mm-hmm. then not being sure about if I like it. And I think that I don't think it's sexist to say that it's more of a woman thing than a man thing because I think that's true. And I think that even if you go into department stores, most floors are women apparel and accessories and then men get like the one little corner. There was actually an article. I don't know if you guys ever saw this. It was, I think, about a year ago. There was a guy, I believe it was Australian, on a morning news show where for an entire year, a gentleman, the main newscaster, wore the same suit every single day for an entire year and then did he, did he wash it or no yeah he would like dry okay. clean it but okay. like he wore it every single day without fail and at the end of the year he did a segment on it to the audience talking about the fact that not a single person wrote in and complained or said we know you're wearing the same suit and it was actually he was doing that to prove a point because if the a woman did the that. meteorologist on their news team was getting criticism a lot about how she dressed. Oh my God. And he said, I wore the same thing every single day. Not a single person ever even noticed. And yet you're giving crap to so-and-so for how she looks. And I think that society, I mean, imagine like we're talking about people like Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg. President Obama is another guy, another person who talks about like he has a very streamlined wardrobe. But He's like, got mom jeans. He does wear mom <laughs> jeans. <laughs> Big but, pelvic but area. But think about room. it. Well, then they talk about like Michelle Obama and they always talk about what she looks like or what she's wearing. Like yeah. Amal Clooney, you know, George Clooney's wife, who's a prolific human rights lawyer internationally is like amazing and so brilliant. She's constantly in the news for what she wears. And it's mm-hmm. like, who cares what kind of shoes she has? They're not talking about like these men and what shoes they have, but they'll always talk about them all. And I think part of that is because women's fashion people are more interested in it but yeah i mean it's a society thing i mean people would definitely take note if you danielle wore the same thing every single day but with jake it's almost like more permissible because well he's a guy we just assume that he's not as interested in in fashion and clothing but like if i did it every day people would probably say something or maybe think it was odd 
I agree with that because like, and I, I like that you went that way with it, which was, you know, um, saying it's, it's, it's society doesn't necessarily accept that for, for, for women. No. And you're right. Cause if you see, if you see a woman wearing the same thing, like I they am, like, talk about it, and people talk about it in, um, in, in magazines, you know, I think it's us weekly magazine. They'll actually show, they'll do you, compare do you buy that magazine. I mean, I've bought it before. I've read it at a nail when was salon. The, when was the last time you bought it? Oh, one? I mean, it's been years, okay. but I, I mean, I, I'll read it if I'm like, if I'm at a salon and it's sitting there, I will. <laughs> I can't always read the alternative daily.com with the curlers in just sitting like, under the dryer with my, with my on. robe on talking to the other little biddies at the salon. Now <laughs> they will do a section in one of these. I think it's like people or us weekly where it's called like who wore it better. They'll mm-hmm. do that on TV too. And they'll compare like a celebrity or two who are wearing the exact same thing. Maybe it's the same red dress or yeah. the same pants from a designer. And then you can go online. I have never done this, but you can go online and vote for which celebrity looks better. Oh my God. And so better. they'll make this mockery like, Oh, Angelina Jolie got 73% of the public opinion versus, oh God, you know, Catherine Zeta Jones and she only, you know, and it's like, who cares? I mean, do yeah. you know how many people probably have the same clothes that I have? Well, I also think it's like also getting older too, I, even though we're still relatively young, but like after having a kid, like that hat, that straw hat that you see me wear like at the beach, I, I wouldn't have been caught. Hat. I wouldn't have been caught dead with that like in high school and stuff. It's a practical <laughs> damn hat. It's, it's a, a big cool hat. straw hat. <laughs> and so, so awesome. I, and I actually, I actually like, it's not part of like my, like my identity or anything, but it blocks the sun on my bald head and some of my shoulders. So if I'm in the water, I can just like, just mm-hmm. relax. So when I actually wore it, I wore it because we were back in the Keys, you know, two weeks ago and everybody, like everybody was making comments like, oh my God, like, you know, what kind of hat is that? What is that hat? And and like, they're actually more predominant down here, I guess, than, than, you know, in Pennsylvania and Virginia where like a lot of these people were from. Um, But it was like, it's just really, I was like, I'm not doing it for style. It's just really just blocking the sun (laughs) on my bald head. It's functional. I love it. Um, So, but Danielle, you have a lot of clothes or have you thrown them away? a lot of clothes yeah <laughs> so have you thought about like downsizing oh or yeah no? uh-huh i would really love to do that how many pairs and of shoes do you have oh shoes i would wear like the same rainbow flip-flops every day okay how many shoes do you have uh, i mean i wear the same flip-flops every how many single shoes day. do you have um uh, maybe 15 pairs of shoes that's not bad no i i'm not really into gotcha. i mean most of the time thankfully when i book jobs i have a stylist yeah. i was just telling you before excuse me well no i mean well i'll tell you a funny story danielle i just booked a job that i'm going to be going on in a few weeks and i had to go yesterday to meet with them and they asked me to bring some clothes for the job they're like okay you know here's some things that we're looking for can you bring us some cocktail dresses can you bring this 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 we want to just see what you've got and we'll work around it from there and i have like no fashion sense so i brought <laughs> things that i think are super cute Showed them all, had a fitting yesterday, tried them on, they took a bunch of photos, and then the producer of the job actually text messaged me last night at like 11 o'clock at night. I was like, <laughs> so we're going to need to have you come in for another fitting. We've decided to just hire a stylist for you. Oh. My God. <laughs> I'm like, but you're in a, you're awkward. In, you're in an industry where you can't literally wear every, you know, the same thing every no, single time. No, but thank God. It's, that's what you should tell thank them. god they take pity on me and they're like we'll just get you stuff that's what you should tell them you should tell them the story about the weatherman who wore every the sing, every <laughs> single thing yeah the same thing every single day um no and so that's it, it's funny um this earlier this week i actually had to go um we toured a school for noah that she might go to next year and so we had and to, she's not starting college ladies and gentlemen oh my god and so we toured the school and gina said she's like jake you need to dress up and i looked down i was like gina i'm and I had just like my, when I get up, I put my board shorts on and one of these blue shirts and 
maybe shoes. And so that's what I take to know to school with. And, um, and, and I was like, I'll just pop by afterwards. She's like, you need to dress up. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, just so can you at least put on shorts? <laughs> <laughs> and so I actually thought to myself, I think I've actually made it in life. If dressing up for me is just having to put on, you know, some shorts. They've just given up on you. That's cool too. That means <laughs> I've definitely made it. Uh, I actually saw Gina uh, in the other room a couple weeks ago when she was looking to order you a blazer for something. Uh, and I like made a joke. I was like, is that going to match his t-shirt? And she's well, like, we're going to have to. Get well, the funny thing shirt. is, so for um, our sister's wedding, um, we had to like, I had to like, I, it's, it's probably since like I was a little boy, I hate trying stuff on. Like, <laughs> and this is, that's probably also why I just buy like one shirt once I like it too. But like, I always hated like coming out. My mom was like, okay, now try the shirt on. And I, I, I hated it. And so I, and this is terrible. It makes no sense. So anytime I'd get home, I would just rip the tags off because like, I got to keep it now. I just didn't like trying it on. Like if I'm putting it on, I'm keeping it on. I'm not like, I'm not you know trying the stuff on so i like with a suit i had to try it oh and God. i hated it and so like, hillary and lauren were in there and i was like i really don't want to model this off or anything like that <laughs> here's the funny thing is like the ones that i got like the like the pants are like a little like higher like they don't hang lower and so um but they were all out of stock of the ones with longer so mine actually come up a little bit higher um, I guess you could call them high waters, but I was like, screw it. We're keeping these. They look fine. I'm gonna look good in shoes with these. Don't worry. So, um, yeah, I saw a picture of you in it. You looked great. Thank you. Thank you. So, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm actually gonna start wearing that suit every day now. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> no shirt under, just like the blazer on top, like Don Johnson. A little bit of hair peeking out. <laughs> um, so we want to tell you how to win your white Vitamix right that's now. That's right. This is uh, so exciting. So yeah. Danielle, tell us how they can win their Vitamix. <laughs> she just looked at me and said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you how you can win your Vitamix, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be giving one Vitamix away. Very, very <laughs> easy. <laughs> like deer shot and headlights. <laughs> I don't know. He did that to me on like one of the most, re he asked me a question on a podcast recently and I was like, I don't know. Like I was shaking my head like, no, 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 no. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you want to win a Vitamix, you have to email us. Email podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line is Vitamix. So that's podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line Vitamix. In the email, please tell us two things. One, a health-related topic or a topic in general that you would like us to discuss on the podcast or you'd like to hear more about on our website. And two, how you will best use your new Vitamix. Are you going to make your own smoothies and juices? Are you going to make your own hummus with it or soups, whatever I've it is? I've done that. It's really, hummus is really good. My girlfriend makes a lot of soups with hers. Mm. So let us know how you're going to use your Vitamix. So again, podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line is Vitamix. And tell us, one, how you'll use the Vitamix and what topic you'd like to hear us discuss on a future podcast. Awesome. And again, it doesn't have to be health related. Yeah, it can be about anything. Really. A lot of people want us to tackle God. I know. A lot yeah. of people like want literally, us. Like <laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah. I know. I say to Jake, I'm like, I don't know. What do you, that. what do you, what's your take on God? And so we're actually going to have that one coming up. Yeah. Maybe. Here's right. a, well, here's the funny thing is. um, Your and, friend would be a good yeah, one so for Dishner, that. So Dishner, um, I think you know Dishner. Mm -hmm. We talked about Dishner on the last podcast. Yeah, he is, um, he's actually going to come in, in town in two weeks. Um, and you're going to be out of town. I will be out of so town. So we're going to have a guest host that week and it's going to be him. So I might just say, you know. I think him. that would be good because he's so, he has some pretty controversial comments I'm gonna, about I'm going to hit him with it this at the very beginning. Oh, welcome to the podcast. What do you think about God? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this one. So he's yeah. surprised and doesn't <laughs> um, So that's how you win your Vitamix. Uh, you know, make sure you participate. And we'll announce awesome. the winner next week. So this next topic, um, so we're going to get a little deep here. If you don't want to get deep, then you can just fast forward. Um, so I actually asked both of you if this is cool for me to ask. And mm -hmm. you, you both 
reluctantly said yes, but, um, and I asked like about eight more times, you said yes, it's fine. So both of you have dealt with death head on, face on, just hit it like a brick wall. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, recently, you know, Megan, you have gone through some things with your best friend. The That's person right. you would talk to every single day, text oh, yeah, back like and forth, a sister. is gone. <clears throat> yep. And Danielle, you've lost both your parents in a matter of three months, was it? Three 71 months? days. So it's crazy. Wow. Absolutely crazy. And so actually, the reason why Danielle's in town is that it was the anniversary of your father's ac uh, car accident was this past weekend. Crash. Right? Crash. And so I did want to have both of you talk about this because it's something because it, you know, not so much Megan because I didn't know her back then, but that those events had just a crazy effect on me. And um, it was crazy at the time. It's turned out to be a good effect on me. And I talk about it when I'm, uh, you know, just, you know, you helped about, me. You were really helpful like for meditation. me. Meditation, But I also feel selfish when I say that because you, you've lost, you've been lost with a big void in your life. And so, um, and I'll get to Megan in a second. Um, but I wanted to say, you know, first of all, you know, I just really, and I've never really kind of said this to you, but you know, it's, it's made me take like a closer look just of a depth of my life, depth of even of spirituality of my life. And even though I know it's very hard for you to, maybe it is, or maybe it isn't to, to, to understand, but for me, it's changed me for the better. And so I, I hope it's not selfish. It's just like, I've learned so much going through that and seeing you and being around with your family that it's changed me just to be a completely better person. So thank you for that. You don't even have to say anything to that. Um, but on the other side of things, I, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, it was so hard for, 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 for you guys. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to say, you know, when that, when, when you lost both your parents after those 71 days, you know, what, um, what did you do? Like, what was, what did you do after that? I really just like leaned on you guys and our family that was in town for an extended period and all of my friends. I, it's such a blur. I like don't really remember it very well. It's, I just, I have like this, like I was actually just talking about it last night with a, with another friend who was in it yep. with us that whole period of time. And I was just like, I, I have that feeling that you guys were there. I know that you guys were there and that's how I got through it. How did you, and how did you wake up like every day and say, oh, I got to take on this day? A lot of times I would forget <laughs> like, and I mean, still, it just, it still feels like they're still here and, oh, I should like call them and tell them about this. I, you know, how long has it been? Um, this, it'll, it's, um, six years. So wow. like the crash was on the, on the 17th mm -hmm. and my dad passed away on the 27th and oh. then, and then 71 days later, your mom passed away. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, and then how, cause you guys, and you have to obviously Lauren and then your brother, Zach, you know, how did, did you find that each one of you had to find your own way after that, you know, or did you bond together to kind of get through it or was it a mixture of both yeah definitely a mixture did you find that you we, needed your own space um i think yes my own space but i think i also tried to take care of them as much as possible also yeah i wanted to step in and be there and i tried to i don't know if i did <laughs> hopefully I no did. you did a very good job yeah. very good job um, they did something that was really cool which was because they went through just 
this was cr- absolutely crazy. Um, and I forget how long after it was, but they decided to say, we're leaving. We're just going to get out of South Florida. We're just going to go away. And what they did was they actually went to the place that they, their entire family vacationed in Holden Beach. Mm-hmm. And they didn't invite oh, anybody nice. else. It was, you know, nobody else was invited. You know, I think may- maybe, you know, maybe Ashley came or something like that. Or I don't know. Maybe that was the Washington Yeah, no, trip. it was just the Yeah, it's just us. three of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just you and three your brother them. and sister. Mm-hmm. And they said, we're just going to go. And can you tell us just a little bit about that? How, first of all, how long after everything happened did you do that? Um... My mom passed away January 6th and we went to Holden Beach, I think maybe like the 18th or something. Yeah. Oh, so like right maybe, after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because from our standpoint, and I'm just giving my take from like kind of like being the outside standpoint, you know, we had been around you guys pretty much every day since oh, October yeah. and everything. And then even for us, like when you guys left, I remember mm-hmm. Gina, you know, Gina and I, and I think Hillary was even around there at the time, just kind of being like, Oh my God, what do we do now? <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, like they're, they're gone. And so, uh, meaning you guys, meaning like, you know, we'd been with you guys and then you need to do that. But it was, I never thought about that. That's interesting. But it's, um, but it, but it's cool. It's something you guys like now, how long were you actually in uh, on that vacation for? I think a whole week now. Yeah. What maybe even like 10 days. Cause I know we stopped in Savannah on the way up there. And then I think we spent a week. Because even to those days leading up to that, you very, there wasn't a lot of times when you guys were by yourself because you yeah, had a lot no. of family constantly in there. So was there a point at that on that vacation where you guys were like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, yeah. And I, I was very religious at that time of my life. I would say I'm not anymore, but I leaned on religion a lot then. And it helped me yeah, and it was what sure. I needed then. That's awesome. And that's fine. So, um, and so would you talk about that with, with Zach and Lauren or mm-hmm. I would try to, yeah, they weren't very open to it. Sure. But yeah. now would you, you know, how long into, I'm just like, cause that, cause that trip you were there for 10 days. Cause I mean, that's just, it's just kind of crazy. Cause you guys went from just everything and then just like, poof, like this, this period of 10 days. Like was there, obviously there was, there was some down and sad times Were there actually, were there, were there happy times where there's, you know, when you guys. Yeah. Like I spur of the moment got a tattoo, like cool. to f- remember my mom when we were in Savannah and what else did we do? I don't know. We actually rented this like you guys rented this massive house. Massive <laughs> house. That's awesome. Well, you that's good. Good for you. Yeah, and it was. You're just like fuck it. We're going all in. And it was funny though, but also because it was pretty dead there because it was winter, on the beach in North Carolina, and and it's very much a rental kind of a community. Right. And. So did you did you rent it for ten days, or you're like we're gonna stay here for as 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 long as we see fit? Uh no, we just rented it for a period, okay. like a. Uh, now period. when you got back because we actually were coming back for race for the cure right and now was there was there i'm sure you actually had multiple days multiple days were there were there ever days when you kind of like looked up and were like i can't do it i just can't go on oh yeah <laughs> like, it was i mean still feels like that sometimes was no sure absolutely and, and it's it's important to know it's like it's not like there's ever a um uh, what's the word i'm looking for? it's not like a move it's not a um getting over it or moving mm-hmm. on a closure. There's not, there's not, there's no such thing as closure, right? No. There's, Cause it's something that's just with you all the time. What, what point at what point, uh, let's say after the vacation, did you see like a turn of saying, okay, you know, things have definitely, I can do this. It's going to be tough. It's gonna be a tough road, but I can do this. Years, maybe just <laughs> like time recently, like the past few years, 
coming up on October and then the holidays and then January when my mom passed away. Sure. It the this time of year has always been really terrible and like I tried to make it a point this year of like not having it be really terrible because I don't want to feel like that and right. I know my parents don't want me to feel like that. Sure. And I think I've been doing a pretty good job yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> Did you um, did you read did, did you read or have been reading any books? Have you have were there um, any were there any books that you said like oh, this one really helped? Yeah, can actually, you, you want to share those? Yeah, the one that I read that I really connected with, um, I think it was called The Long Goodbye. I can't remember the girl's name, um, but I really like connected with a lot of things that she said in that, and I was super surprised because. There's not many books on dealing with like the loss. Of, this book isn't dealing with the loss of both parents. It's just her mom, but she's around my age, and right. and it's like a weird age to All become an orphan. Be an orphan. Did you did you find yourself trying to seek out other people that this happened to? Mm-hmm. Did you find any? Yeah, um, actually, one um, friend from high school wrote me on Facebook right after because he had lost both of his parents and I, and we weren't even that good of friends at sure. all, but it just felt very like connecting to Did that help to know that. that, Hey, this has happened to other people. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. And I've met two people living out in Los Angeles that have lost both their parents. And it's like, it's like, I feel an instant kind sure. of a connection and, I wouldn't say it's like nice, <laughs> but it kind of but is. Yeah. You don't feel as alone. Yeah. Now at what, so when did you move out to Los Angeles? July 12th, 2013. So two years ago. So you've been out there two years. Mm-hmm. And so at that point it was four years per, uh, after your parents had passed mm-hmm. away. Um, other than, cause I know that you actually wanted to do, you wanted to get a career in the pictures <laughs> other than getting a career <laughs> in the pictures. Other than that, um, you know, what was the driving force between the um, move to Los Angeles? I knew that my parents wanted me to be happy and I felt like that was what I wanted to do. And I, it still is. It is what I want to do. And it, I'm excited to be doing it and living out there. And um, yeah, so I think a big driving force was my parents. So when we... Not when we, when, um, when you decided to move, cause you talked about it for a while, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you were taking classes and everything. And I don't know if Megan knows this, but you were like, everybody knows Danielle in Palm Beach County, Florida. Stop. Everybody <laughs> knows Danielle. That's why your name sounds so familiar. And so she, like every, you, know, you go, we'd go to dinner or do whatever. And it was like, oh, there's so-and-so. And you know, you talk to everybody. So everybody knew you. your family, your family's up and down the East coast, but you really don't have many people on the West coast. Mm-hmm. And so for you just kind of pack it up and leave to go to LA, why, um, was it hard? It's funny. It was actually, it's actually, I enjoyed not running into people I know right. in Los Angeles. Like at, at first <laughs> it's kind of gotten a little old. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, cause you need it because, cause I also have to think that, you know, was there ever a time like being around here because after the accidents, after thing already happened, like that was everybody, like everybody, either they didn't know that about you. So it may, you know, it, so maybe it made an awkward conversation or if, but everybody would say, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Was there a point where you like, we were tired of hearing that you just didn't want to talk about it? 
Um, like if you're going to, let's just say mm-hmm. you're going to Target and you run into somebody that you haven't seen that heard about yeah, it. Yeah, like you can like see the pity in their face right. kind of a thing. But it's also like I do want to talk about my parents. Like sure. I want I like I want people to remember them and now you like, always want that. Now let's say let's say you're like at Target. You like to shop at Target, right? Hello, Target. No. <laughs> Man, we Gina. have so much in common. <laughs> but let, let's 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 say you're at Target, and you know, you're, let's say that's a good day, right? Things are going fine, and you see Susie Q comes up, and and it said, you know, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, would you find that that would kind of like deflate that day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you moved out to LA, it was kind of nice. Where it was like, I can actually go to you know target in la <laughs> or wherever they have out there in and out or whatever this podcast is brought to you <laughs> by target <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you go there and you knew that like i'm not going to see anybody and i can just kind of just be myself and not worry yeah. about a thing and so would no, you say that that a, was it's a big feeling that i had yeah i think also having to focus on like making a life out there and meet new people you weren't thinking about everything that you just had left behind and mm-hmm. had come from i'm sure too yeah because you could sort of start over. You know, you're not leading with that in conversation, I would imagine. I mm-hmm. mean, of course, it's a huge part of who you are. But being here, as Jake said, you'd run into people and they'd probably know or, you know, they see it on Facebook or whatnot. And then out there, you can just say, oh, this is who I am. This is where I'm from. It's not like right away you're like, ah, define an orphan. When yeah. I was out in L.A. about like a month ago, I saw Danielle mm-hmm. and it was... Um, she just she, she looked so happy out there. She showed me all around. We talked about it on the podcast. We talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> I did not want to make the trip that night to the to the airport to grab a rent a car to go, but I'm glad I did. I'm I glad should, you did too. I'm glad I did. Um, but uh, it was you just I, I felt like it was a I, I think that's still a thing that you needed to do, and you're still exploring it, which is absolutely awesome. Oh yeah, my my boss. Um, before she was my boss, we were like meeting at like a coffee place and um, and she told me that she thinks it takes about three years to really like acclimate to a new place when you move. And I was like, she is so spot on too, yeah. because like I'm kind of coming up on three years, not really, but you know, in a few months and I do feel it getting a little bit more comfortable yeah. and oh sure well you just bought your new bachelorette pack oh yeah it's <laughs> very cool that's so exciting because um, like i remember when gina and i moved to florida we literally knew nobody yeah and, except each other's like us you know me and her versus the world mm-hmm. and at that i mean that was very tough because it was like kind of oh it's, it's you again we haven't met anybody else and it's kind of <laughs> it's very tough so but um you know to do it by like it's just absolutely awesome mm-hmm. um just not to say that the thing that you have a target on your back so actually i want to ask megan a few questions yeah, yeah. too because megan just actually kind of went through some yeah really this is talk. so it's so interesting to hear you talk and like obviously before the podcast i'm i had no idea this about you i mean i obviously i didn't even put it together so i appreciate that earlier you were letting me talk before the podcast because i was really dumping on you no, a lot of stuff it's it's interesting how we have some parallels as far as you know like the timing of everything or you know that sort of like one thing after another because a lot of you guys who have listened to the podcast from the beginning you know that back in July my best friend um, of 17 years was killed in a boating accident and um, it claimed the life of her uncle and it like severely injured her cousin and her boyfriend and then two days ago literally exactly three and a half months exactly to the day three and a half months after the accident I just found out that her boyfriend passed away too. So he died like 48 hours ago. And so it's crazy for me because when Jenna passed, I like became, he, he was like this testament to this like last living person that was with her. And like, 
I just felt so close to him. We both lost, you know, our best friend. It was his love, but you know, like Mm -hmm. she was like my sister practically for so many years. And so like we became so close. And so on sat, I mean, excuse me, when I found out Monday that this happened so unexpectedly and obviously related to the accident and everything, it was like, as I'm sure for you in a, in a different way, but like all of a sudden all over again. And it was like, just not when I was starting to feel normal, but like when it's been like three and a half months and I'm like learning how to like deal with this loss and this whole, like, cause I'm just, I mean, I'm much more fresh on this than you. And so I know I can understand when you're saying like, you think, Oh, I should just tell them this. I mean, there are so many things that happen now or things that are coming up and I'm like, Oh man, I need to tell her that yeah. or like, Oh, this reminds me of her. And then, it's like, I'm still dealing with that. And so then like on Monday to find out, it's like, I'm almost like, it feels like a circle is closed in some way because I know that I'm relieved that he's at peace. But as, as with every single death, it's really harder on the people that are here. I used mm-hmm. to, I think as I'm sure you can understand and you too before, and you know, cause you had such a fear of death for me. I had never lost anyone before. I'm 28. I had never lost anyone before. And I was so grateful for that. And I was always like, oh my gosh, you know, thinking about death in the sense of how it, it must be so scary. Oh my gosh, to die. It must be so scary. But now that I've experienced loss, I'm like, shit, that, it's scarier to be here and to like have it after. It's right. almost like harder to be the one that remains. I would imagine, you know, it's like the rest of us, it's more terrifying. And I never even thought about being the survivor or the one that's still here. I always thought about the death being the scariest thing. But for me, it's been like the having to move on, the having to like compartmentalize because, and Jake knows, because he was obviously like so involved from the beginning. And um, it was very sudden at both of these have been, it's like, really weird because for me it's the same thing you know sometimes like I'll have good days and then I'll think of something and then it's like everything just gets all screwed up you know like I'll be going somewhere and then think about something or it'll just remind me it's like the only way I can describe it as I'm sure you know is and it's of course nothing like I ever thought it would be it's almost like when you're nauseous like it will just come up yeah it will just like like come up yeah yeah like all of a sudden like I could be and it's never at times that I think about you know I can speak to you about it like I was saying earlier I can speak to you about it right now and it's like I'm telling you something I saw in a movie and I feel okay I mean I feel sad because I'm aware of it but I don't feel the way I do when I'm like washing dishes or like right folding laundry and I alone think about in your thoughts so alone in my thoughts and it's been it's a very interesting thing and I'm sure a lot of people out there who are listening to this can relate to this and for me as well how you connected with or you found other people that you know don't have their parents either because I think it no matter what age it's just terrible for me what was very helpful was talking to people like Jake who was around people that he loved so much that lost somebody and then a guy that I work with on another job his five years ago, five years ago, his best friend was killed in an accident unexpectedly. And he understood everything that I did as far as, what do you mean? I I just talked to them on the phone and how does that happen? You know, like nothing seems so neat and tidy. It's just like one day you're here and the next you're gone. I want to go back to something you said about like a couple minutes ago, which was, and I had this kind of, um, you could say opening or understanding. It was like a year or two ago. And it was something about like the whole like fear of death thing, um, which was, uh, you know, because everybody fears death. A lot yeah. of people, like a lot of people do. Right. And so, I do. I do. Um, but it was, I had to kind of like this deep um, experience where I felt that, you know, the actual the, the actual act of dying is is not 
you know, is not this horrific thing. What leads up to it could be bad, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're caught in a, like a, a grinder, you know, the, the pain of it actually happening, it, it, it sucks. But the actual act of dying is actually a really peaceful thing. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of goes back to, which was, it's really a lot more painful for the people that are left behind than it is for the actual person that's going through it. I mean, other than the fact, like, if you are going through, like, a, you know, a tree chopper. Right, which is like, right. Re- like, I'm really thinking, like, the worst thing of the worst. Um, but the actual the actual act of, like, the last breath leaving the body is actually, a, a, it's a peaceful thing because that's a spirit leaving the body at that mm-hmm. point. Um, and I'm not going to get too deep into kind of, you know, what happens after that now. But um, but it is, it's, it's harder for the people that are left behind. So, and it's... um. It's interesting because, I mean, this is definitely a heavy situation. This is definitely a heavy topic to talk about. Um, you can see I'm, I'm sweating. You're sweating through your good shirt. I'm sweating through <laughs> <laughs> I have another one I can put on. Um, thing. But for, for you, Megan, you know, kind of the same question, which was, you know, and you're kind of still new to this. Have, have you been reading at all? Have you? Yeah, I, um, I actually, so my girlfriend's mom was given a book by her brother-in-law's, no, by her brother's wife, her sister-in-law. And it was called Permission to Mourn. And it's by a guy named Tom Zuba. And it's nice. It's a very slim book. It's written almost like it's very casual, very, very easy to read. And it's written by a guy that in the span of, I think, eight or nine years lost. Him and his wife lost like an infant, their infant child. And then his wife passed. And then uh, one of his other sons died. Mm. And so it was like in the course of eight or nine years. It's called Permission to Mourn, this book. And for me, it was very, it was beautiful in the sense of he writes things about it's not spiritual but it's it's what I like to believe which is I don't like to believe that like it's a switch that gets flipped and then it's just dark and there's nothing so he sort of writes this book about how you should be able to feel your feelings and you should be able to ride that and you know there are things like when when you feel the wind blow or when you smell a certain thing or when you see something like how those could maybe be signs from your loved ones. And it's just really a beautiful way of how I'm trying to now like put, because obviously with you too, I'm sure it's like you have to figure out this way to like live with this feeling of missing a part of your body. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like. And so this book, Permission to Mourn, sort of makes it like, you should grieve and you can grieve and it's okay to grieve and there's no timeline for what's right and what's wrong. But to remember, you know, that there are certain things that our loved ones will like be telling us or trying to give back to us when they're gone. And I, I read somewhere that, um, do you guys know who Dr. Wayne Dyer is? Yeah. Okay. So Dr. Dr. Wayne Dyer, his, um, I went to school with his kids. He's he's kind of like a self-help spiritual. Yeah. um, Like very, very, very amazing, amazing man. He passed away about a month ago and I went to school. I went to high school with his, some of his kids and his daughter, one of his daughters I'm friends with and I'm friends with her on Facebook and stuff. And she's really been like seeking and very vocal about, you know, she's written a book with her dad. So she has like quite a big following and she was really vocal about um, looking for signs and things because her dad was very spiritual very very spiritual and one of these things that she said that like I've now been looking for them and I really like is I guess in one of these things these these talks or these spirituality things she was saying that when you see feathers they're actually a sign from 
like the departed from your loved ones and like when there are feathers around and she took this photo that she has an, a baby or that was born a few months ago she was like having took a photo of her baby that her baby was in the crib and like she went over to it and there was like a little feather in there and so she was wow. saying that it was like a sign from her. That, I know so I'm like ripping apart down pillows like that's funny where because are you? it's funny you said because as you were, before you even said the feather thing I was thinking when your mom was um in her room in her last moments um I remember everybody talking about this I don't know if you remember this but there was a like a cardinal or like a red bird that kept coming around the window mm-hmm. and a couple of people made a mention that you know that it was your father but it was cool that it's you were beautiful. kind of talking about it but it was like a bird that just kept coming back to the window yeah a lot and of then people two, and then two yeah yeah after really yeah mm-hmm. it was really cool that's beautiful um you know and so kind of like the last thing i want to say about this was and i kind of just drew this a little bit <laughs> which it makes no sense if you're looking at it but you kind of go through life like there's a point like you're you're born you're you know now you're like a little kid and you're going about through school and you're going about the things and the majority of people kind of get to a point where like you know high school and college or even like our age and stuff like that and then like something like happens right um some people make it all the way to like 60 or 70 and like later on in life before something happens and i remember at the um, the hospital with your dad one of his partners came in and you just look like he looked I mean he looked like I think it was Dwayne he looked mm-hmm. like just like a train hit him and I remember him saying something to somebody that you know <clears throat> he had never experienced anything like this in his life yeah. it was just like you know everybody's supposed to live till they're 80 90 100 or whatever and you know to, to have something happen so early it, he'd never experienced anything like that and so I think, you know, it's as hard as it is to sound like to, to say, and because I know that you want your parents back every single day, there's, you know, there's definitely something to learn or something deeper there, of, you know, and I'm not getting crazy spiritual or anything like that, but it's just like, you know, I would love to have them back every single day, but you know, that's not the reality of it. But so many people go through their life without being slapped in their face, punched in the gut and everything. And when things happen later on in life, you know, it just, it's just, it, it can be really, really bad. And so... I'm again. I'm not saying it's a good thing at all because it definitely wasn't. Um, but no, you have to find the growth in it, and I'm sure yeah, for that's you, a, that's perfect. It, way to I'm say sure it. for you, as I've been, it's made me, and I'm sure for you too. Or I would imagine like more empathetic. Like now, I was just saying that somebody else that I'm close to just lost a loved one, and so for me, it's like I just. I now not only can, you know, everybody says, and I know that people mean well when they say, if there's anything I can do, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. But it's like now that I've experienced something like that, I, I can honestly say and mean like, I understand I'm here for you. And I'm sure for you too, like God forbid, somebody that you care for needs something. You having already been through such a horrible experience are now able to really be a rock for somebody. Yeah. And I'm sure that helps your own recovery because for me something that I was listening to when you were talking earlier about how you were with your siblings and you were trying to build them up one of the things that's been really helpful or has been trying to be helpful for me is I almost find comfort when I'm with other people that loved Jenna and loved her boyfriend and I'm comforting them Mm -hmm. because it's like this shared sort of suffering Mm -hmm. but it made me like find peace in it because if I'm telling you I understand. Yeah, it fucking sucks. It's not going to get any better, but you know what? We'll make it through. We'll make it through. It's like I'm almost now finally trying to take my own advice from it. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, to kind of wrap up that segment, but definitely the and the feeling, I think we both can agree with this, is you also have to get comfortable with yourself, right? You know, because it is good and you can definitely find ways and you can find even more comfort working with people and talking to people in community is great and everything. 
but like you did, you went to LA by your, you and your best friend, which is yourself. You just like went out, went by, you know, went, went by yourself and made your own way. And I think that me and my two cats, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh my God. We have so much in common. I have two cats oh too. God. I love her. I'm going to LA. Uh, but I think, I, I think that <laughs> I'm just going to call in next week for the podcast. I'll be with you. <laughs> but, that, but that was absolutely awesome. Cause you, you, you said, and I, and we had talked about this all the time. You mm-hmm. just basically said, I'm putting it on my back. Yep. You know, Lauren's fine. Zach's fine. I got to worry about me. And you just put your future on your back and said i'm going after it and i think that that is absolutely awesome and i think you know i think that you're going to make your way i think that you're going to learn a lot from it but because a lot of people will just kind of sit back and just say you know i don't you know what you know what else is there but you literally just said i'm doing this um it's not going to be easy it's you know i'm never going to forget about this but i'm making my own way and that's absolutely awesome inspiring yes um but she does have cats cat i love it and uh, when i was out there she gave me a list before i left that i had to feed the cat and, I, and part of the list was i don't kill the cat I, no 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 <laughs> part of it was i had to show zimmerman love so i was like How, what is that is that five minutes is that <laughs> 10 minutes what do i do i'm he's not lo- a cat person i love all animals and except cats i like cats <laughs> <laughs> Zimmerman's so sweet. Uh, he's, I yeah, love that your cat the, has like a normal adult name, like <laughs> Zimmerman. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> My cat's names are Midnight and Miss Kitty. Oh, so, so one thing I actually want to talk about here in kind of the last segment is the, um, we're going to run longer, but you know, screw it. It was absolutely awesome. Uh, everybody feel okay? Was I know. Am I going to have to, are you going to build the way, my insurance really, company? By the way, I was really nervous <laughs> asking you questions. I was, you know, literally have under boob yeah, sweat and I'm, everything. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Well, you're wearing a sweater. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Where is she from? <laughs> um, lightweight. But thank you both for letting me talk about that. Um, I just. Well, uh, as Danielle, I was talking to Danielle about before the podcast and I was like, I'm sorry if I'm dumping this on you. And this is before I even knew everything. And she was like, no, it's good for you to be able to talk about it. So yeah. it Dan- is. And thank Danielle you. Danielle is mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so the next thing that we want to talk about is, so the past, uh, so this is the alternative health podcast. We talk about a lot about health and stuff like that. Um, as you know, I've, com- I've been complaining about traveling for, her <laughs> you know. I need to get over that. Hashtag <laughs> first world problems. He's ridiculous. Um, but so I, but after traveling, I got a little sick and then I actually had kind of like a, a like a neck spasm and I couldn't do anything. So I, <laughs> for like about a week, I couldn't do anything active. I was just kind of just sitting around and yesterday it just hit me. It, like it was one of those things where I was just like, I need to do something. And it was, um, was this when you were on your turmeric juice? So it's funny you said <laughs> it was actually, that's one. <laughs> that's when I, uh, I put, I put, I put my headphones on and I, and I like, I don't like listen to music is great. Right. And I love listening to music, but there's sometimes like, I really want to kind of like, you know, um, uh, have my brain do a little bit of work. So I'll listen to podcasts. I've even listened to, I listened to the whole, and I sent this book to you, um, Eckhart Tolle power of now. I never read it. I listened to the book oh and it's like, and it's like in terms of like a book time, it's like 10 hours. And so I literally, and it was right after everything that happened with you. I just ran. I felt like Forrest Gump. I'm just running <laughs> and just listen to Eckhart Tolle. And it's oh funny. My God, that's His crazy. voice is, it's very soothing and stuff, but it's not something you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to hit this next mile with whatever. <laughs> it was just like, but that was it. It was perfect for the time That's for cool. me. It was alternative. It was alternative. <laughs> um, and then, of course, with the meditation and everything, um, which, which you know, of, of doing you know, twice a day was also awesome. But um, so I like to kind of like exercise my brain while I'm exercising. It's kind of cool. And so when I was ru- when I was running, I was like listening to Laird Hamilton and everything. And it was just like, it just got me all fired up. And I was like, what am I doing? I need to be doing this every day. And so I wanted to you know, talk to you guys about that. You know what? Do you feel the need to do something active or doing something to kind of progress your body, your mind, or something every single day? Because for the past week, I wasn't. 
and I was just kind of, even though I don't work in a cubicle, I've, I've literally thought to myself, I'm like, I'm literally just kind of sitting here just like doing like, you know, typical work like all day long. And this is just absolutely terrible. I need to be doing something else. And so yeah, I, I become like a caged animal. And so <laughs> I was like, I need to go run. So I like, I, like I hadn't done anything in a week and I went and running for like five miles. Like, wow. Um, Are you sore I, now? <laughs> well, here's the thing is I actually didn't wear socks cause I was, yeah. Oh, and so that's a terrible it's idea. Ridiculous. <laughs> Oh yeah, and so your heels I, are already yeah, bad. I'm not talking about my heels. <laughs> it was a blister on my. <laughs> so anyway, so I ran that, and so for four miles I ran, and the last mile I just couldn't run anymore because the, the, the blisters were bad. So I just kind of was like, you know, what, screw it. I'll just take the shoes off and I just like walked home. So it was awesome. And so I went for another run this morning and everything. But I found like I just definitely need to do something. I, personally, I need to do something active each day because of a couple things. One. I, if I said I like my beer, it makes the beer taste so much better. And I'm not talking about like eight or ten, like like one or two. And it just like ah, I ran, awesome. Uh, makes the food taste that much better. Like I just did this ran. I had tacos. I deserve it. I had tacos last night, Rocco's. Oh my god, uh. I, yeah, so good with guacamole. And I was like, yeah, I ran today, so, so I'm rewarding myself. Um, but just like everything about it, you know, was so awesome. And of course, I did drink that kind of crazy, you know, peppery juice. Um, so just wanted to see, you know, if there anything that you guys do like feel the need to do something active or or something to kind of like progress you your body mind spirit forward every single day i you try go to the gym two hours a day yeah, i know that <laughs> i try and i mean i try and do something active like four or five times a week so i'll allow myself maybe one day a week sometimes twice a week to not do anything i'll be like okay i've done enough this week but maybe i'll go for a walk or ride my bike i mean i live in an area where if i'm not if i don't have to go very far i'll walk there but i haven't um been to the gym this will be like my fourth day in a row i haven't gone to the gym and oh my god i know what are you doing i know hating on myself you just have to take it i know well that's the thing is and i i find that it's not like I don't deserve it. It's not like something is going to drastically change in, you know, on my insides or my appearance. But I think sometimes people, and I'm definitely guilty of this. If I don't, if I'm now at four days and I haven't worked out, I'm so much harder on myself. But like, if I had, if I, if you were saying that, like I'm sitting here thinking like, well, you haven't worked out in a week. It's, not a big deal, but I can't take that own advice. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm so much harder on myself. I'm like, oh my God, I, I'm such a bum. Like, this is so bad. I'm just going to starve myself, which I never do. I mean, I wish I could, right. <laughs> which would be very unhealthy, ladies and gentlemen. But Don't do it. Right? Don't do it, please. Food is too good. But it's just funny because I think I'm harder on myself when I'm not active. If it's like I just, the days get away from me or I sometimes just have a lot going on to where I, I can't, you know, obviously finding out this news two days ago, I was like, well, how yeah. can I go to the gym right now? I just found out, you know, my friend passed away. And so like the past few days, I've sort of been in this kind of. Sure. I and know, that happens. Right. And I know I need to work on myself and feel better and not be so. How could I go to the well, gym right th- now? Here's another thing that I want to jump in there because it's also the feeling of let's say I did. I had been active every single day for, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have. Ex- I wouldn't have experienced that kind of like boom that shot of yep. like shot of a cannon this is what i need to do so it is kind of like an ebb and flow it is a cycle absolutely. and there's absolutely a benefit to it um but like i find myself like more creative more less moody just like more even extroverted when i'm doing something <laughs> active and i'm done and i can say oh i went for a run on the beach and I, and I don't do things to tell other people but it's just it's just the endorphin release it's everything about it that makes it um so danielle in, in a place like los angeles do you find yourself like wanting to do something you know whether it is you know whether it's something active whether it is something with your work whether it is something just kind of like 
because because you're kind of like starting a new career now so i know that there's definitely that's like your focus now which is absolutely awesome so do you find yourself trying to progress something or just trying to kind of like grab something because you're kind of like me like when you see something when you want something you're just gonna keep scratching to get it done so do you like what do you do to help feed that creative process well like speaking to like the gym Um, it's just so hard. Like when you've been working all day and then I'm sure so many people listening can relate to that. Yeah. And like, as, as much as like you want to get there, it's just really difficult. And it would actually help you if you did go, like you would feel better and you would have more energy, but it's just really difficult. And I've, I've moved into my new place a month ago and I still haven't made it to my gym that I made the membership at. (laughs) Do you like, do you like going to the gym? Um, I does anybody like yeah, going you to do? I like the way I, I don't. Do. I like the way I feel. I, I like the way I look. <laughs> I think you do. You go for two hours. So Danielle, there's you know there's other things that you can do too. Right. I like playing basketball. I like swimming. Good for you. Yeah. That's so, even better. Yeah. So, so why don't you go shoot hoops? I know. I did sign up for one of those meetups. Have you ever done meetups? Oh my God, that's such a good idea. My sister did that in New York, in New York and joined a kickball league. Uh yeah, That's how Jake and I met. That's how we really? met. That, so when, oh we, when I first moved down here, it was just Gina and I versus the world. And um, I finally told her, I was like, I told Gina, I was like, I want to have more friends and just like coworkers. I was like, I got to do something. So I did something that's completely out of the norm for me. I went on Craigslist <laughs> and found... Misconnection. And looked up, and looked up <laughs> kickball. And found a league and just how the universe works. I was put on Danielle's team. That's awesome. And with her cousins and her group of friends that she had, they all welcomed me in there. And um, I, we, we played for like two or three years and it was just, we became this awesome core group of friends. We won the uh, championship one time. That yeah, we awesome. did. It was, our first, it was <laughs> my first awesome. season. Um, but, People Sarp conglomerate. But that was also the very, uh, that was that was back in our uh, um, uh, our crazy oh. days. Yeah, yeah that we was would, crazy. Um, I mean, because kickball is a, it's like a beer drinking league. Yeah, right? my sister so, like goes out for drinks with them. So it'd be like we've soon, grown. It would be like as <laughs> soon as we would get off, like get off work, it'd be like drink kickball, mm-hmm. drink till two a.m. And so we <laughs> drink don't drink at kickball, drink at kickball. You know, <laughs> yeah. don't go to bed, stay up all the next day. Um, disaster. Yeah, such uh, a disaster. Such a disaster. <laughs> it was it was perfect for that time mm-hmm. right we can't change that time and so we met each other through that mm-hmm. um but so are and you lauren and hillary uh, they, they owe it all to us so they your sisters that's so cool your yeah. sisters met through you guys yeah, yeah when they told me that they were a couple i the first thing out of my mouth i said you're welcome yeah <laughs> and so we're gonna be i think i'm giving are you giving a speech yeah oh, yeah, I'm of course. Yeah. i think i'm giving a speech too um, and I'm bringing the ukulele as well. <laughs> um, but anyway, so not to get off track. Um, so are you do, you're doing like a, are you gonna do a meetup or are you gonna do something? Um, I need to because well, it's good to be you versus the world for a while because you need to find your way. Mm-hmm. But then there's actually that that sense of community mm-hmm. that comes out there. Yeah, so I need to do that. I haven't actually done it yet. I did it at my old yeah. apartment um, before. And um, but here's like something to think about too, and this yeah. is not like a this is not like a piling or preaching or anything. I just found because like I'm definitely because I am not other than you know when I need to kind of like feed the beast and do something crazy, like go for a run. Like I, I actually don't like to 
like go to the gym and do stuff like that. But I do like to do stuff like paddle boarding mm-hmm. or just do something that kind of like just that. You go for walks on the beach. Well, here, like for two weeks, we had surf. And so I surfed every single day. Mm-hmm. Did I, I didn't never viewed that as workout, but it was, de- it was definitely oh, a workout. Absolutely. Right? It's a full body and so workout. So if you can find something that like is fun to you, mm-hmm. you know, and you, there's no like there's like a lot of people will get crazy in that, you know, I'm going to, I need to drop, you know, X amount of pounds or I need to get on this diet. I need to do this type of thing. If you could just, you know, just make a small change or just do something fun that, that, that helps. So I just read an article really quick um, the other day and one, I think it was either shape or women's health. And they were saying that the title of the article was why it's bad to work out if you want to lose weight. And they were basically right. saying to work out because it will make you feel good because it will fix your life and help your life in so many ways rather than say, I need to join a gym so I can lose 30 pounds. Yeah. So it's find something, anything else. People need to remember, like you have to try and aim for 10,000 steps every day and you can easily get that. Is that what you're, is that why you're yeah. wearing is that? Is that a so, Fitbit? Uh, it's an up tw- jawbone up 24. Gotcha. So you can, yeah. so that will track like your, if you take the stairs, if you park a little farther away in the parking lot, walk yeah. your dog. I mean, I was like that finding it hard to get to 10,000 mm-hmm. and it, like gave me the suggestion of lowering my percentage, lowering my um, steps per day to uh-huh. like 5,000. And I find that I like get way higher than 5,000 just because the goal is close. So yeah. maybe you set a more realistic yeah. goal. That's mm-hmm. so interesting. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So. Now, can can you walk so. to work or no? No. Can you bike? There's some do you hills. Like bike? Do you like biking? I do like biking. I've actually Don't be afraid of a hill. Don't be afraid of a hill. Don't be afraid she of it. She's like all sweaty at her it's, job. Yeah, it's also actually it's a it's super dangerous. High, Wouldn't that be so dangerous? My work what, is like in the Hollywood job? Hills. So oh like, my god, forget those hills about are it. too big. Too big. Shower at your job. <laughs> Not everybody has a boss like you. <laughs> <laughs> I shower at my job every day. Um, I'm gonna jump in the pool. So so along with that came kind of like having personal time, um, which was just finding some time for you, right? And even though Daniel, I know that you're you know living by yourself right now and. Mm-hmm. So you do find a lot of time for yourself, but when on the flip side, when you have a family and, and it's so funny because where we live, we, there's literally tons of family within like a 500 foot radius. <laughs> and so finding, finding <laughs> personal time with, when you have a lot of family around, your tough. life is like a sitcom. So I'm spe- yeah. It's like, it's <laughs> literally like everybody lives in Raymond. Like somebody lives across the street. It's all, it's cool. It's actually, it's, it is really cool. But finding personal time is, it's tough because you know, somebody might just come walk in the door. It's great. I love that. I wouldn't change it for the world, but trying to find, you know, personal time is tough. So this is definitely, I'm speaking more to the moms like that have kids and everything like that. And so it's, it's finding that personal time just saying like, I need 20 minutes to myself, 30 minutes to myself. And, and my wife does a good job of giving me that time. Um, but <laughs> it's I, it's good for her too. It's good for her too. But I found <laughs> it was interesting because Paul Ryan, if we're going to kind of go into, um, uh, Paul Ryan, we're actually going to, uh, he's actually, he's a Republican, I think like Senator or something like that, Congressman. Um, I forget his actual title. title. He was in the running, um, he's he, part of the GOP. He's part of the, uh, he was actually, um, he, was, he was Mitt Romney's pick vice for president. vice president um, four years ago. Um, and he was actually, uh, he doesn't want to be the Speaker of the House, but everybody wants him to do. And he was like, listen, I'll do it if you guys think that I'm going to help. Um, but you also have to do it under my conditions. So one of his conditions, so being in politics, you want to talk about people that like wear the same thing every day. They wear suits every, like every single day. That sucks. Um, so one of the things he said was, uh, if, if I'm going to do this, I don't want to travel every single day, every single weekend or whatever. He's got, I think two or three kids. And what he said was, if I'm going to do this, I went weekends off completely. I was like, I, cause you do everything in DC and I think they live in Wisconsin. And so he said, I want to fly back to Wisconsin, you know, every single weekend. Um, to hang out with my family and friends. And so I was reading, 
if you ever read internet comments, they're 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 all bad. Oh. Whatever spectrum they're There's on. There's a lot of trolls yeah, out there. A lot of trolls. But the um, and a lot of Terrible people were saying look at humanity. But even like, in, as I've said multiple times before, I kind of classify myself as liberal. But even like liberals were just being kind of like, oh, well, he's spending taxpayer money that should be going here and blah blah blah, and that should be nice. He's changing the rules to be like himself. But if he's not taking care of himself, if he's not you know finding time for his personal growth, uh, he's gonna be he's gonna do a bad job. Cause like just like me, if you're not finding yourself active, you're going to find yourself cranky and everything and so it's important for somebody like that to find the personal time in their jobs to get something done especially when it affects the country um and it was just kind of like it was just dovetailing with this piece for the workout and active uh, in the active side whatever you know whatever side of the curtain he's on he's need to find that personal time and especially you know with you guys i was just kind of giving my share because i have a lot of different you know stimuli stimuli is perfect <laughs> mm-hmm. that i need to find that you know that personal time to really focus to really focus so um, and then the last segment is what I wanted to talk about, which was, um, I actually heard this quote on the, um, um, podcast with Laird Hamilton, his wife, Gabby Reese. Um, what a hot athletic couple. I mean, come on. Oh my I mean, God. Those bodies. Jesus. <laughs> and they, I mean, they like, and they're both like over six feet tall. Yeah. And they train oh like gosh, every day. No, she was that tall. Yeah, she is. Um, and they have three kids, I believe. So they're doing it with kids. Um, but the one thing she, she was on a podcast and the, the, the guy, Tim Ferriss actually had asked her, you know, if you had to say like one thing, if you had to, you know, tell humanity, tell listeners like one thing to do, um, what would you do it out of everything you said? And, you know, um, there's a couple other people on, some people said meditate. Some people said be patient. Laird Hamilton actually said like one thing was like, if you could tell your 30 year old self, Laird Hamilton said, um, he would tell himself, uh, stop drinking now. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but so Gabby Reese was hers was, it's cool, which was go first and say hello first. And I thought that was really cool. Cause I was like, what does that mean? Cause you know, it was intrigued me. And so she went even further and basically said, if you're at the grocery store, and you you know make eye contact with somebody be the first to smile if you're if you're checking out be the first to say hello if you're passing by you know strange and you guys make eye contact you know say hi there's definitely times when you can't do it right but what it does is you know it kind of starts with the whole like be the change you want to see in the world right if you want people to be more friendly more you know you want the kind of world to be a better place you know say hello first and it's something i am terrible at i'm the type of person if i'm walking by and we make eye contact i put my head down <laughs> i don't want to talk to you and i bet listeners wouldn't expect that though. i was just thinking the same thing if we pass each other on the street i'm gonna look the other way or i'm gonna <laughs> pretend to pick up my phone to kind of look and, and pretend to take a call i've definitely pretended to take a call at times um <laughs> and it's just people really know bad. your secrets now and yeah it's re- really bit ba- really really bad but I'm talking to two completely. Yeah, Danielle and I are not like that. polar opposite <laughs> extroverted people. Mm-hmm. So when you, because you, got, how do you do it? Like when you see somebody, like what inside <laughs> of you says that? What inside of you tells you I need to say hi to that person? Like, because you are like when you walk in, uh, like you come in, wrap me up with an awesome hug and everything like that. You're, you're, and that's great. And and I love getting hugs. And I'm a big hugger too. But like when you see somebody, like there's no anxiety that none, you're saying, no. "Hey, how's it going? What are you doing?" There's none, none whatsoever. I don't even. I mean, I'm sure you're the same. Like I don't even. I mean, I I'm sure I've felt maybe weird before. I can't even think of a time. I I guess for me personally, 
And this goes back. My my mom and dad. That's exactly are, what I was really. Say. My mom and dad are both. Even my step parents, but especially my my mom and dad are both very very outgoing, like outspoken people. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my mom about this recently. I remember being young, mm-hmm. like very young, and being in the checkout line at the grocery store, and my mom would make a comment Same. or strike. Really? Yeah. My mom would like strike mm-hmm. a, a conversation with maybe the the lady checking us out or the the man or woman behind us. And I remember being young and thinking like oh I can mirror that behavior like my mom was happy she would make friends wherever she goes and so I guess for me I sort of imitated that and Mm -hmm. I'm so comfortable now as I'm sure you I mean even when Danielle and I met each other we were talking like (laughs) right away because when you guys came in like I had gotten done with my run and I needed to go take a shower and so you came in I even told because I was going to go take a shower so I told Danielle I was like if Megan comes in I have no doubt in my mind you guys will be able to hit it off. It's going to be fine. I'm going to go take a shower or whatever. Yeah. But then, you know, I actually welcomed you in and then went and took my shower. If I was at your place, Danielle, mm-hmm. and you said, I'm going to go take a shower. You know, Susie Q is going to come over just to hang out with her. I would literally have a panic attack. <laughs> I would literally be like, oh my God, what am I? I got to pretend like I'm on the phone. I got to go take a call. Just do whatever. And that would, all those things would go through my head because I'm just so kind of, I'm so uncomfortable in those situations. But you guys do it so well so this is a quote for me to use which is to say hello first and to um, you know to smile first and I do smile like mm-hmm. if I'm going for my walk like walk at the beach and stuff like that I do smile say good morning and everything so I do that but you know sometimes like if I'm you know I don't know like if I'm in like in a, in a public place or another thing is like there was like the food truck invasion that we went to mm-hmm. and so I really thought and we talked about this last time I really thought that um, it was gonna be like a, like not a lot of people there, and when I show up and you see all these cars, I'm like <laughs> <gasps> panic mode, right? Oh my god! You shut down. I do shut down, and so because I, I I get very uncomfortable, and I'm sure there's deep lying, you know, triggers and compartments in my head of of why that is, and I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. But when you're thrown in there, it's so hard. And it's funny, I was actually talking to somebody who um, who I talk about meditation with all the time, and I and I had actually texted her and I said. I'm at this place. I'm at this food truck place. I was like, there's so many people here. I'm literally freaking out. I'm being an asshole to Gino. What did I do? And she was like, is there beer there? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, go find it and drink it right now. <laughs> and I was like, there's no like, you know, you don't want me to go find a quiet space, whatever. It's like, no, go find beer. Um, so that's, I do find, and, and I don't want to get off another tangent, but that's how I think how alcohol can actually be used for a good thing. Can it can I kind of, of help, you, help you down? Loose you up having eight bit. is probably not a good idea, but having one to kind of, you know, call, calm you down a little bit. And it did help. I did kind of hang around a little bit, but of course the damage is already done to Gina. She you know, as we're driving home, why are you like that? But <laughs> anyway, so smile first um, and say hello first. I don't need to tell you two that because you're already really good. So basically keep doing what we're doing. You guys are perfect. It's funny. High five. It's funny because we <laughs> both live in cities, her in LA and me in Miami where it, we're not the norm. <laughs> most people, I can speak, I mean, I've been to Los Angeles. I've never lived there, but most people I find like if you say hi to somebody, they're like, surprised but my my boyfriend is from north carolina you're from virginia yeah. i mean that's the norm you yeah, go yeah. you walk down the street and everybody says hello everybody's how you doing how's it going nice day today huh yeah and i'm like that like you are and i live in a place where i say that and sometimes like people will recept be receptive to it. other times you know you get rebuffed and i'm just like okay yeah. just keep going with it I- I like it. So I just need to do that more. You guys are perfect. I will take, you know, notes <laughs> what a great that. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that it's going to do it for us. I don't have anything else on my, um, thanks sheet. for having me guys. This yeah. Really want to have you back. Yeah. <laughs> I want to actually go out and be with you and then we'll just call in Jake. Oh yeah. You should do a, we should just take this podcast on the road. Podcast on the road. Podcast road show. 
But for today, ladies and gentlemen, remember somebody is going to win a Vitamix. So all you have to do is email us podcast at the alternative daily.com subject line Vitamix in the email. Please do two things. One, tell us how you intend to use the Vitamix or what you love to make in a Vitamix. And two, please tell us a topic you would like to hear us discuss on a future podcast or an article you'd like to have us write for the website. Again, that's podcast at the alternative daily.com. You can also find us online at www.thealternativedaily.com. And we are on social media. So connect with us on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and Twitter. Awesome. Well, and we should also say if you guys uh, would like to try some coffee, we launched it this weekend. It's so good. Oh, yeah. We're giving away, uh, we, we'll get, we're doing free shipping with all of our Lucy's brew. Um, we are? I guess we can't. I guess I got to. We're going to do it. <laughs> well, we did last week. If you want free shipping. <laughs> Shit, if you want free shipping. <laughs> I right. just asked if we were doing that. No, I don't remember that. But Jake ship. Yep. That's exactly what it well, is. It's Danielle's fault now too. She um, <laughs> you can do free shipping um, if you're listening to for our podcast only people. Um, the coupon code is all caps. <laughs> Jake. J-A-K-E. Ship. S-H-I-P. Um, and you can thank Not Megan unlike for Megan for, for oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's that's absolutely awesome. I would like to get you know, and that's the alternativedaily.com slash coffee. That's it. Um, and also, since it is, I'm Lucy, wired on it right now. Since by it the is way, Lucy's I brew, I need leg. to say this: it is the old girl's birthday Yay. today. Lucy turns nine. Last today. year in the single digits, she turns nine. Um, so that makes her 56 in dog years. What? No. 63. Nine times seven, 63. Okay, yeah. all right, nope. close. <laughs> You're not well, I was a communications that's major. That's, eight times that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so Lucy, I like I prefer nine, um, but uh, it's her birthday, and she is. We let her out here. She's you know roaming in the bushes looking for lizards to eat. Um, so awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us, thank Danielle. You, thank you for for guest hosting with us. Thank you, thanks, guys. Danielle and Megan. Thank you very much. Thanks, we will see Jake. everybody later. Bye, everybody. Peace. Mm. <laughs>